afternoon, everybody. Friends and family, gentlemen and ladies, kids of all ages, whoever you are, welcome to Raphael's Big Talks. That's your host, Mr. Ra- David Raphael Claros. And as always, thank you for tuning in to this amazing platform, you know. Um, it's been a very, very long time since the last time we spoke. It's been over two weeks uh, my last episode was number 44, and uh, it was about a book that I last read called The Greatest Salesman in the World by O.G. Mandino, and then after that, kind of went MIA for like the next two weeks, ever since the uh, 4th of June until the 18th of June, which was this Friday, and a lot of things has been happening between those two weeks, and a lot of amazing, great things, if anything. Um, but first, let's talk about Father's Day. You know, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Um, your work and your sacrifices and your valor does not go unnoticed at all because it is because of you we are able to have a roof over our heads, clothes in our back, and foods in our stomach, you know. Um, fathers do a lot for us, especially for society. Strong fathers do. Um, they are a big impact for young boys and for young girls as well, especially for their loved ones as well, such as their wife, you know, and the father is the backbone of this nation, you know, strong fathers. And nowadays, society doesn't want to recognize that, you know, society doesn't want to recognize that fathers are just as important as mothers as well, you know, especially if your father or well, if you're from an immigrant background, you know. It is your father that decided to take the initiative to get out of his current situation back home, leave his family, leave his friends back home, and come into the United States to start a new life. And during that process of walking through the border and crossing the border is not an easy task, you know, and you got to be thankful about that and be like, hey, man, my dad is the reason why we have this American dream or wherever he immigrated to. He made everything possible for you guys. He got your mom together and then formed a family and then look at you now, you know, you're either going to college or you're starting big things for for you in this country. But all through one simple action that your father did years ago, before you were even born, you know, and we gotta think about these things because if we don't then who who else can we go go to? Who else can we thank? You know, so Again, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there, you know. Um, make sure you tell them how much you love them. Make sure you tell them how much, how grateful you are you are for the things they've done for your life. Same thing with the mothers as well, but today's Father's Day, so we got to focus on the fathers most definitely for this day. So, the second phase of this episode would be, where have I been for the past two weeks? So, I haven't been posting much on my social media I've uh, been trying to stay away from it. I only want to start posting my content, such as my podcast and my business content with this roofing company I will start working real soon with. Um, I was back at school for the past two weeks, ever since the 4th of June all the way until the 18th of June, which was last Friday. I was on campus because uh, during the months of April or May, I decided to join a program to become a student orientation leader. You know, And for the past two weeks, um, a lot of incoming freshmen's class of 2025 
they've been coming in for six days straight. Um, each each group was different. So basically, Monday, Wednesday, Friday were orientation days, and we had six of those for the past two weeks. And uh, you know, it's been an amazing experience because it's like, damn, like I was in these kids' shoes four years ago back in 2018 when it was class of 22 orientation, you know? And um, just seeing the growth of this campus through these young minds coming in is amazing, especially in the Latino community, man. I'm telling you, like, we are, we are on a come up with the amount of scholars we have coming into the mound, you know? Especially all people of color as well, man. Like, we are growing. You know, I'm telling you, man, we're going to be the majority one day in this nation, especially in every single college campus. We are going to be the, ma the majority. It's coming up real soon. I believe by 2045, we're going to be the, major the majority. And conti continuing on, um, you know, during this time, during this period everyone is in, you know, you're very anxious. You're very scared. You don't know what to expect. You know, it, like it's high school and college is like two completely different ball games. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, I remember when I was a freshman. I well, well, when I was in my orientation as a freshman, like four years ago, like I didn't. I was happy as hell, but at the same time, I was like, holy crap! Like, what the fuck did I get myself into? You know, because this is real. You know, this is real life. And you get to meet the kids, man. You get to meet the parents. My position, I had to, um, since I'm an ambassador already for the Mount, uh, my specialty was to give tours, you know, be a tour guide around campus, show them the arc, show them the science building, the academic center, their dorms. The main core of the tour was the dorms that they were showing, that they were, they were allowed to go in the building and see their dorms and stuff like that. That was the main core of the tour. And um, basically connecting with all the parents as well, man, because... You gotta get right with the parents before you gotta get right with the kids because it's their parents that they're spending all this money to this campus. And, you know, and especially the, the to students as well, they are deciding to take the choice to come here as well. So you gotta get well with the parents and then with the students as well. And um, what I also did was I spoke with the director of this program and I was like, you know what? I am a first generation student. Let me speak with the first generation group session, you know? And in this session, it was just parents only. Parents who are whose kids were first-generation student. First-generation student means that the parents did not go to a four-year college and did not get a degree. So basically, the first person in the family to go to college is their firstborn. Basically, their their kids. So they are a first-generation student, and that's what I am as we speak. And uh, you know, it's it's real good connecting with those type of. Uh, students because you're like their guide at that point you know all the things that I didn't know when I was a freshman as the years go by I'm starting to become wise of what college has to offer for you and it's like you know what I want I want to get you hip I want to put you on you know I don't want I want I don't want you to struggle like I did you know one of the best comments I had after I given a speech for the parents in this first generation session group was that one of the parents literally said that when you were talking David you made me feel comfortable and honestly those type of comments is what I'm looking for because I'm just not trying to talk shit you know I want to I want to make sure what I'm saying 
is something that can impact you as a parent so you can transfer that to your kids, you know? As a first-generation student, we're in this thing together. You know, when I remember when I was a freshman, I didn't know what FAFSA was, financial aid. I didn't know how much to pull out for student loans, or I didn't know what I wanted to do as a major. You know, I didn't ask questions. You know, I thought everyone knew what they were doing. But then in reality, man, you gotta you gotta be vocal. You gotta be selfish with what you want a little bit and ask questions. And also, one thing that has alarmed me the most is that some first-year students or first-generation students really don't know terms as well, such as office hours or syllabus or the library or or um, the fact that when you sit front row of class, man, like you, that can do so much wonders for you because you're not only you are in the present but you are engaged you're engaged with the professor you're making eye contact with the professor and you are soaking up all the information that the professor is giving you for that given day of class you know and a few tips that i want to give for if you're listening to this podcast episode and you are a first generation student and you don't know what to expect or what to do i'll give you some tips so one thing what you should do is sit in front in every single class you know don't sit in the back don't don't be in the middle section because then you my apologies don't sit in the middle or the back of class because then you may be present moment but you're not going to be engaged and you may end up zoning out and looking off where in space you know try to sit in front of the class you know ask as many questions that you need don't and honestly one thing i learned about doing this program is that the wrong question you could only give is the one you don't ask. You know, when you don't ask any questions, you're sort of bit digging yourself a hole. And I don't want that for you as your first year college experience. Also, office hours, for people who don't know what office hours is, office hours is basically the time the professor is giving you for, so you can see him or her. You know, the time that the professor has off, man, he, had, he, he, he or she does not have any type of class. Any whatever office hours is put down on the syllabus, those are the times you could come in and visit him or her and talk about the material that was given in class. Or if you missed a day of in class, you just go visit him and talk about it. Or within the first few weeks of the semester or the very first week of the academic semester, you could just schedule an office hour during that same week and just get to know the guy or girl. Get to know about their personality and, and, and like, Make yourself questions and ask them like, okay, this guy is pretty, sounds like a stern guy. Okay, maybe I have to put all of my effort into this assignment and return it and turn it in as like as soon as the date is, is there or else he may be or she may be pretty strict on that stuff. You know, you got to get a feel of who you're working with, who your professor is, you know. So that is what office hours is. What's another one? This one can be a little personal one. So... When it's move-in day, try to be the first one to get to your dorm before your roommate. And the reason why I say this is because when you're the first one out of your whole group or your other roommate, you are you have the ability to basically switch up the room, you know, switch up the make the vibe. You you get to set the tone or the vibe of your room before your other roommates come in or else Let's say your other roommate comes in before you, he basically switches the, switches the vibe to his type of way and you may not even like it, you know? 
So just always be the try to be the first one there for move-in day so you could set up your place, set up, change the way how the desk are set up or the drawers or the bed. You could add some lights in as well, stuff like that. You know, be the first one before your roommate for move-in day. Another thing is, and um, a particular professor on campus, when we were doing this program, um, he would always say this to their parents in the parents' breakout session is that, you got to know how to do your laundry, you know, um, learn how to do your laundry right now before you move in, because then you're going to keep on fucking up the fucking laundries in the college, you know, you're going to mess it up, you know, learn how to, how to separate your darks and whites and learn how to like use the right temperature for the material your clothes are and stuff like that. And another tip is that you're better off using Tide Pods instead of them liquid type of detergents because then you have to just throw it all in there and then sometimes the liquid may not even spread throughout all of the clothes that you have in the washer. You know, so just try to use Tide Pods. Another tip I could give you is that, again, ask questions. Ask as many questions as you can as a first generation student because you may not know some terms and also get good with your professor and your advisor as well because they will not do the work for you, but they will be your guide to your own success, you know? And also join a lot of clubs. That is something I wish I did as a freshman, but oh well, I'm, I'm doing it right now as a senior. I'm an ambassador right now, and I currently am this orientation leader. And maybe soon I may be head of the first generation club group. So we'll see it's in the works right now as we speak. But get involved as many as many clubs as you want as a freshman because you are you will be involved you will you will know what's 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 the feel like of a college campus in a social point you know not, it's not all academic you know because you got to realize we are living in this institution too as well so you got to balance your academic life your social life and your personal life as well you know whether it's you want to go to the gym whether it's you want to go to the library and just study or if your college campus has a church, you could just go into church and just meditate as well. Or just walk around, you know. Don't forget that you are human as well. You're not just a student, you know. Um, so, yeah, get involved. Also, know that the period you're going through right now is temporary. And you're going to get a lot of growth out of it. You know, you're going to figure out how to manage your time, how to talk to people. Oh, yo, one thing I realized about college as well as a first-gen student is that you will know how to talk to people. You will not be afraid to talk to people at all. Your vocabulary most definitely will expand, but the way how you are yourself as a character or as a social individual, it will expand as well, you know? And that's what the real world is all about, just expanding your vocabulary, talking to as many people as you can, because what comes out of that? Networking. You're networking with a lot of freaking people, and that's what, that's how you begin to live a successful life, you know? And, um, like, for example, I, with this uh, roofing company I'll be working with fully by next summer, I literally just handed out my business cards to every single parent, every single staff member, faculty on campus. Be like, hey, yo, like, here's my business card. You know, if you need your roof or siding or gutters to be inspected, I can come through. You know, it's small things like that where you're opening up leads, you know. So, yeah, man, just um, know how to manage your time. 
Don't be afraid to ask questions. Sit in front of class. Dissect the hell out of your syllabus and also get a planner. Your syllabus and your planner will work hand in hand within the first week of the semester because in your syllabus, the professor will always provide you what the assignments you will have and when they will be due. And also just write them down on your planner. You know, it could be any type of planner. Get a calendar as well. Get an alarm clock if you need to. And also when you get into your dorm, make it as if as if you were back home. You know, it's because you got to realize where you're going to be in this place for like, a, let's say, four to three months at a year for your first semester. And then like five or four more for your second semester, you know. So you're going to be there for your majority of your time. So just make your dorm as if you're back home. Make it comfortable. Make it home type of feel, you know stuff like that and um and just also how can i say this um just know this shit's all on you (laughs) and i know i don't i don't want to put a lot of pressure on you as a first gen student but just know this is all on you you know it's not like how in public the public place you know they like tend to baby you and stuff with a 50 percent rule or this and that you have you have to do all these things, but your, but your teacher, they tell you what to do. If anything, you tell yourself to do the work in, in this type of ballpark, you know. The thing I would always say to every single parent in these breakout sessions is that one thing I realized as a first-gen student is that college is that little preview or that little peek through a window of what the, of what the real world will be like, you know. Because we got to figure out how to manage our times again, our social life, our academic life, or our work life, or any single type of thing. We got to, we learn how to manage it as a college student, you know, and, um, and when I mean shit is real is, is this, you know, I remember four years ago as an orientation, as, when I, as a freshman in my orientation symposium group, I looked around of all the people who were there. You know, especially from the first semester, you know, I, I, I was observing my surroundings. I would see who, who was in my same class as a freshman. And then here comes second semester of the, of, the, of the freshman year, basically your spring semester. And half of the people who I saw in my orientation group or in my symposium group for the, for the summer, even first semester, they were not back for the spring semester. So what do I mean by that? What I mean is that you'll see people dropping out instantly. You'll see people not being able to continue their scholar career because you know, life's getting in the way and that shit's real. So what I wanna say is that don't let life pick you to be that person that you have to stop the process you're in right now or else you know, you, it's, 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 it sucks, you know, so. Even though you may not be able to control it, but don't put yourself in a situation where you're going to be one and done as a freshman. All right. And um, it was a great experience overall for the past two weeks, meeting parents, meeting students, meeting all types of faculty, the dean, the president of the Mount, uh, all the important people, man. And also, there's this one guy named... Dr. Bernard Franklin, shout out to him, and he is head of the men's group on campus, something that I plan on joining as well as my last year as a student, and um, 
we need to advertise the fuck out of it as well because in my campus we advertise a lot of women's group and stuff like that and that's okay but we need to also advertise the men's group as well because it's not it's not the advertise at all and me and, and the and dr franklin bernard we had a very good conversation and it was about um being a single father and um the state of manhood nowadays you know and one thing he said during our conversation was that you know um, the worst drug for a man is pornography <laughs> it's crazy to say because we have drugs such as heroin weed cocaine or even alcoholism but according from his standpoint is that the worst drug for a man is pornography the shit that we sometimes see through our through our screens more men nowadays apparently are incompetent and um don't have that vitality or that rigor in his quote he said we lose all that through a screen all that shit that he said on the last day of orientation which was friday was mind-blowing because it's kind of true you know we're living in a fatherless generation and um, these are the type of conversations we need to have and don't be afraid of to have these conversations because these conversations are helpful they're good for us you know and um these are the things that are on the horizon for me for the next few months as I return my as for my last year at the Mount, you know. And um, I gotta tell you, man, it's been a great two weeks, a fun time, man. And um, now it's back I'm back home, you know. I gotta work at Home Depot, gotta go back to my podcast and stuff like that, and I'll be able to talking to you guys more and more every single day. Alright, and um, this will be it for this podcast episode, honestly. This, this has been episode 45. Plan on knocking out five more this week to, to finish season one to get to 50 episodes. So as always, man, or ladies, thank you for tuning in to Raphael's Big Talks. That's your host, Mr. David Raphael Claros. This episode has been folk. What I want this episode to focus on first generation students or freshman students who are coming in for their first year on their college campuses and um, this little overview where I have where I have, I have been for the past two weeks. And as always, let's keep that chart going up.